know if you're a traveler in time or a traveler to this time. I want to hear from you. I'm trying to do my best, Art Bell. <laughs> it sounded wow. dope, Tone. The wild card line. Oh, come on. Hey. Incredible, bro. This is what I mean. This is it's like what phones. the hell? People call the phone. I know. I've tried to do streams like that as well. Jesus. I mean, it's just not, it's just not a thing today. Whatever. Let's roll. Let's do it live. Let's do, do it, it live. live anyway. We're live on Rockfin, ladies Rock. and gentlemen. All right, we are accepting calls this hour from time travelers only. If you have traveled in time or you are presently a traveler to this time, then we want to hear from you. Otherwise, the phone lines are closed, but for that group, they are certainly open. Uh, with that in mind, uh, top of the morning to you on the wild card line. You are on the air. Hello. Hello. Ladies and gentlemen, it is the Infinite Fringe right here on Apple Podcast, and I'm—we've tried this twice already, or three times. I, I don't even—I'm losing count, right? And I'm like, you know what? Let's get some podcasts together. I was telling Tone, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I don't know what my motivation is because the alternative media is complete shit, right? And I've lost faith in it, right? So I'm here talking to Tone. I'm like, what am I gonna do? As far as the Infinite Fringe goes, I haven't updated in two months. I want to update. I want to keep going. I put together six months worth of guests for you. Right now, I have to follow through. People that I like, people that I trust, people that that would give you an opinion, um, if it's wrong or if it's right, uh, it's it's genuine, right? And they're not trying to take your pockets. They're not trying to dig in your pockets. The whole deal, right? Um, so I'm like, let me record a show. I want to have my brother on for the first show of 2023. I'm like, let me have Tony Arterburn on. Of course, he makes himself available for me. I'm sitting here trying to do this shit. My internet freaking sucks, right? Everything goes out, right? And we, we tried to go live on Rockfin and, and that didn't work out because of my internet. So I'm like, you know what? Let's do it again. Tony's kind enough to give me some time. I pump up the music and of course I get a freaking phone call in between screwing up the intro. If this is, is a- uh, uh, Somebody was calling, it was a time traveler. It was calling. <laughs> I said time travelers only. <laughs> The hell! <laughs> Wild card line. They were they were just calling in. I asked for them to. So that's you did, you did, you part. did, you did. You know, and, and maybe I should have picked up and seen who it was. It might have been somebody from the future, letting us know what happens in 2023, how the whole thing breaks down. But since we didn't get that caller on the line, we have Tony Arterburn here to help us navigate the waters here in 2023. What's up, sir? The wisest of all the wolves is here with us. What's going on? That's great to be back on the fringe billy it's been a while i think uh the last time i was on was with charlie robinson it was just after the uh war in ukraine had kicked off and i'd been talking about that for six months and i'm still talking about it now it's still going on and i i didn't want to break your heart but i was going to show up with a 
a MAGA hat and tell you that uh, COVID <laughs> was snake venom and that uh, I've got a new, do <laughs> new documentary on uh, QAnon. I'm not just, none of that's happening, Billy. We're again, I, you know, you were talking off air and uh, I've been following your show before we even met. There's your cat. Right. That's Zeus. We that's Zeus. Yeah. And um, we were talking about how it's just become so crazy. Like, you know, the alternative media is is a, a big portion of it got captured by the fulcrum of of party mm. politics and right. the cult of personality with trump and then QAnon and all of that it just it just seems like there's a grift around every corner but i i wanted to encourage you that uh and and to support you i think there's still a great many people out there that uh, you could fill up the rosters on the fringe and have some some intelligent conversations and there's still a lot of honesty there we know we can't find any honesty in the mainstream media. We, yeah. we we're in alternative media for a reason because we right. got here through research. You know, we got right. here through hard work, and uh, I think that that your program is is one of excellence. And people know you to be an honest broker. You know, I know things about you that I won't talk about because I'm so proud of you. I know that people you've interviewed that you never published, people that you respected that you that you disagreed with, and um, that's really hard for especially when you you know, come up in the community like you have and, and like, you know, um, and part of my own story, like I have as well. And, right. and you get disappointed by people and it's hard to like, you just hard to, to turn on that, but you, you know, you've pushed back if it doesn't fit, um, you know, if something doesn't, doesn't seem right to you, you push back and it doesn't matter who it is. So I think, uh, and your audience knows that. And that's one of the reasons that I've, I'm honored always to uh, to broadcast with you because we may not always agree, but we do know that uh, uh, both of us are here for the right reasons, in my opinion. Well, I appreciate you, Tone. You know, I, I, I'm happy that you're here. I'm happy that you're along with me in this journey. We do America Unplugged every Saturday along with the legendary Don Jeffries, you know, and everybody has a different opinion. Um, but we give it, you know, and it's an honest opinion and we have discussions and we disagree and that's fine. You know, but here in the alternative media, man, I've just found that that it's uh, people that I I've looked up to people that I wanted to interview and get to know before I got involved in this. I don't want to know them anymore. I don't want to have them on my show for one. Right. And I don't want to expose my audience to them. Right. And I, I think, you know, and, and, and you know, I want to be holier than thou here, but I, I think the alternative media, the host in the alternative media have a responsibility especially now, to, to try to present the most honest and most genuine um, show, I guess, or, 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 you know, people, you know, that, that they can find. Like, I mean, that's what we're trying to do here. That's why we are the alternative, because the mainstream has let us down, right? So this is what we're trying to do here. But I find that the alternative media is a lot like the mainstream media, you know, and and uh, there is a lot of dishonesty and a lot of grifting and a lot of just nonsense, absolute and total nonsense. This used to be fun. I used to enjoy doing this show, you know, and it's the most successful thing I've ever done in my life. Right. And 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 it's hard for me to let go. Right. It's hard because because of of the relationship I've developed with the people that listen to the show and the amount of people that still listen to the show, even with my inconsistency. Right. So I'm 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 
it's hard for me to let go. Plus, I, I, I enjoy doing it, but I, I don't know what to do anymore, Tony. And we're going to get into 2023, but, but I don't know what to do. I don't, I don't know who to have on and feel good about it. I mean, I could just have Tony, Don, Charlie, and, and, and uh, Brissom on and have a whole rotation, and they'll be on and on and on again, again, and again, and again, and again. You know? Neil Sanders, I, I, you know, uh, uh, Jimmy, you know, Mr. Gates, just keep having them up. There Wayne will, McCroy. There will be new people. See, that's, an, that's something you probably haven't factored in. There's going to be a whole crop of new people, younger people that have gotten into an alternative media space, um, people that have come online and started doing research uh, post-2020, right. post-COVID-1984. There's going to be people from the mainstream that also saw something very strange. And I think I think there will be I think there will always be guests for the fringe. That's why you always need to leave your RSS feed open. It's 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 a good archive and it's an honest uh, platform. And I think people know that. But authenticity always finds an audience. Um, I mean, yeah, we we you and I as broadcasters, I've been in radio for years. I've been in radio since 2013. I was on a big station in Dallas. I paid my way. I mean, that was right. one of the things that you know I paid I paid to be there. Uh, but I've been around broadcasting and and that for, uh, I guess, 10 years now. And uh, I've learned a lot in broadcasting. I know exactly what to say to get a big, big audience. I can do it tomorrow. I just right. don't believe that. Right. You know, I've I've known it for years. I remember I had the, the radio first radio station in Dallas was 570 KLIF. And the first few broadcasts that I did, the looks that they gave me, like, <laughs> what do we do? We, we thought we were just getting this conservative, like, grassroots guy. And I turned up, you know, I'm anti-war, but I'm a combat I'm all these contradictions, you know. And I remember them trying to shut me down, like, just, uh, would you, um, you know, what's your content for the Sunday show? You know, and I ended up having, you know, um, former military people on. This is when Syria was kicking off, and we play clips from Ron Paul and Pat Buchanan, and um, that was a that was the the beginning stages of of what you see now on my my radio programs. But yeah, <laughs> it was I didn't make a lot of friends, um, at least in the higher ups. But uh, but I did gain you know somewhat of an audience, and so I know exactly I know exactly what to do, Billy. And and that's the thing. Um, we are entering, I believe, a a time when what we've been talking about and what we've been working on. I think it's going to, the, the poem is going to start to rhyme, if that makes any sense. You look at somebody like a David Knight, yeah. and what he's been able to do on his own. I mean, from his living room, when he, after he got fired from InfoWars, and I remember the day, it was December 17th, um, 2020. I had broadcast, uh, I'd filled in for him on the Friday the 13th, uh, November, uh, right before that. And it was the weirdest thing. I'll never forget. I went in there to the studio about 5 a.m. It was only me and the security guard there. And I took a picture of the studio when it was dark. Wow. And it was his desk and everything that he did. And for some reason, I just thought, I don't know if I'll ever be back here. Wow. And I never was. And I'm glad I took that. I'm going to put that shot up here sometime. I need to send you that picture. Oh, please. It's really cool. It's just black and white and all of the stuff that, you know, the, the layout, the desk, and everything that, that was his studio there at InfoWars. And I, re I remember when he got fired, and I thought, what's he going to do? And about two weeks later, he just starts broadcasting on just streaming out, you know, and had a, 
I had a microphone, USB mic, and and now he's. I mean, he's really. I mean, he produced his own music, and he's and he's gotten on a bunch of new networks, and he's on he's on Rockfin now. He's on, I mean, tons of different video channels he uploads to, and his podcast is massive. And uh, I'm usually a guest there on Thursdays talking about gold and silver. But um, I'm just. I mean, you look at what he's been able to do, and in the face of the the Trumpian cult. Which, if <laughs> I watched my audience just tank when I when I started talking about how Stop the Steel was a grift, <laughs> and people were like, "What are you talking about?" And I'm like, "It's don't go to DC, like don't do this. This is a setup." Like, then I kept talking, and I watched, you know, my I could see my numbers in real time just dive. Right. But we're on the other side of that hill right now, and I think there's a lot of people that, yeah, there's always going to be, there's always going to be the side of of this life that you just get so frustrated with like you know i mean it was angel making that said that nobody never went broke underestimating the intelligence of the american people you know <laughs> and that, that kind of cynicism um but I, I really do feel like we have so many massive challenges coming up but is anybody buying it anymore i'll give you an example this is why i'm optimistic and i, I know that's weird because I'm, I'm in, I have an affinity and affection for pessimism. It's, it's, it's alluring to me. But um, you look at the Speaker of the House uh, match that's today. Like you know the 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 vote that was on that, and the guy can't get McCarthy can't get over the hill, and that should always be a slam dunk. Now the Republicans always slit their own throats. It's funny because you have these grassroots people. They're like, we're going to nominate Jim Jordan. That's who we're standing with. And you know who Jim Jordan nominated? McCarthy. And I'm like, so you guys can't even run a a successful coup. Like you guys are just terrible at this. But but that but see, there's enough pushback where the establishment is waning. Look at the deal with Ukraine. I mean, they can just pump in, you know, a hundred billion dollars. It just doesn't really move the needle. Now, it may get us into World War III. I'm still concerned about that because they may just push the right buttons on the other side with Russia. But on as far as like the country is concerned, it's like like they're trying to sell. They they can't sell anything anymore. Operation Mockingbird is a flop. Right. I mean, nobody want nobody wants to pick up Operation Mockingbird for season two. And nobody wants it. <laughs> All right. The pilot, the pilot sucked. And so I, just, I really feel like there has been so much psy war and mind games and all that. And um, I mean, we can, you can look at the fallout from everything that they've done and just go, uh, I don't think you guys are going to have the the grip on society that you thought you would have. Right. Um I I hope you're right. Um yeah, I know. I, I hope so. Um, sometimes the the pessimism it gets confused, right? We we think it's it's being a pessimist, but it's a, or or a realist. Being real isn't isn't being pessimistic. It's just being real, right? And pointing out, hey, here's what's going on. It's not pessimism. I'm just saying, here's what's going on. You know, <laughs> what are we gonna do to improve upon that situation? Right. And and this is where we find ourselves. There is, you know, the the inflation, you know, people are are struggling to make ends meet. Right. And that's all over the United States, all over the world. Um, we have uh, the vaccine, who, which is still out there. And uh, there's a lot of debate back and forth about it. I want to talk to you about it. You know, we have this situation in the Ukraine that hasn't died down. You said we were talking about it seven months ago, eight months ago. I, I forget however long. 
is this going to be another the new forever war? Like, I mean, will it just go on and on and on and on? Or will it develop into World War III? Are we already in World War III? Um, 2023 is going to be an, in, an interesting year, a pivotal year in humanity. But I feel like every freaking year is that now. Right? Every year um, is uh, important. And every year has these, these events that go down that, that shift, that, that, that are a shift in, in, in the trajectory of humanity. Right? And, and right now, I... I am optimistic that we can push through, but it's going to be incredibly hard to do it. Um, I, I think the either the powers that be or just, I, I, I don't know how to explain it besides mass mind control, but I could be very wrong. Um, so many people have been, their minds have been colonized at this point. Ours probably too, to a certain degree, and we don't sure. even recognize it, you know. Um, but so many people are affiliated with cults: the liberal cult, right? The Trump cult, the far right cult, the far left cult. I mean, it, it, there's just we've been divided like a pizza pie. How do we snap out of this? What do we do, right, in order to break? Off of these chains, these invisible chains that they've put on us, Tone, but on top of that, right? What is the, it's the responsibility of the alternative media, right? Because we can't depend on the mainstream to do it. So it's the responsibility of the alternative media to put forth a right, a righteous message and, and a message of, of not necessarily truth because people, that no one really knows the truth, but an but a honest pursuit of the truth. We need to do that, and we are not doing that. We are not. We've we've been colonized and and put into into cults, and we support these people that have don't have our best interest at heart. We're we're we're, we're not critical thinkers anymore, Tony. It, you know, we we used to pride ourselves. Oh, we have open minds. We're critical thinkers. No, we're not. We're not. We've been placed in a box. And we're thinking within the confines of that box. And we're not leaving that box. And most of us don't even realize that we're in a box. All right? And, and, and that's a huge problem, Tony. What do we do? I, I, I mean, I know that's a tough question. You understand? Like, I mean, you're one of the smartest guys I know. What the hell do we do? Well, I've started to accept the fact that uh, my 80% friend is not my 20% enemy. Mm. So I kind of start from that premise. Um, I mean, it's kind of like Lincoln talked about, and we, I'm sure I can invoke Lincoln. Uh, and, <laughs> uh, please, Don. That's, his, that's Don Jeffrey's favorite president, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, but he said, you know, he's talking about if you make someone your friend that was your enemy, have you not destroyed them? Um, that I'm, I've been trying to work on my philosophy, Billy. I've been trying to work on my, my psychology and how I deal with things. And, you know, I've, I've felt like I've been at war for at some level since I was a teenager, since I joined the military and then just never got out of that mode. And that's one of the things that's, it's served me yeah, because I could see things coming that other people couldn't. I'm like, you realize they're just at war with us, right? Or you're talking about COVID or 
the lockdowns or stop the steal or the the the, the psyop that is this whatever we're in agenda 2030 the great reset it just feels natural to me like this feels like an extension of anything i've ever done yeah um but i realize that there also is a drawback to that and that is um you start to see people as your adversary and not somebody you should win over you know somebody that uh, you have to beat and not necessarily somebody that you want to get to join your cause um so you have to be careful about that and um we've you know we've carved out you especially i mean you carved out this great niche for yourself in the alternative media and then you know uh, people like me come along and find your program and find out well you know i'm we're on the same little station and we have this little this little station and we used to be on tfr you know and i got over there because i found don jeffries and anyway it's a it's been an interesting journey finding people like you and then and of course don and people like charlie robinson and others that are just magnificent great researchers and and honest and uh I, I don't know billy i don't know what we do but i think if you just sometimes steady as she goes hold the course um people start to realize that they can tune into you and they're gonna get they may not hear what they want to hear and that's the thing about america unplugged that we do every saturday i i feel like a lot of times we can see uh if it's if it's a subject matter that we've taken on as a trio and we just bash it that is not that's something that other people in alternative media have picked up and loved on it and we bash it i think people come to realize that's just where they're going to get i mean that sort of that sort of take it's not going to be tied to anything else there's no agenda there i mean a lot of people like, like alternative media tends to like elon musk yeah and i don't you know i think he's a he's the trump of the tech world i mean he's full <sighs> of shit. um but like my friend <laughs> i have a good my best friend sends me stuff all the time he's like you know what do you think about this and i'm like hey i like the chaos like today he wanted to he called for an investigation into anything funded by george soros and i go great okay you know you can applaud him when he does something right like that but then i also remind people i'm like he wants to put a chip in your brain you know, like he wants to do Neuralink. He's a transhumanist. This isn't a Christian. This is somebody that, and not that you have to be a Christian, but this isn't somebody who believes in like a spiritual um, existence or anything like that. They they want to upload your consciousness, and they believe in what the they call the singularity with uh, with AI and everything else. So I'm not down for that. However, um, investigate Soros sounds fun. The Twitter files <laughs> sound fun. Uh, I love the chaos. I I. It's, you know, it's funny that somebody like an Elon, I don't want to talk about him too long, but he just reminds me so much of Trump with this because he, all the right people hate him, but he also doesn't do the things that really push back against them that much. It's, it's an interesting dichotomy, um, but I'll take it. I'll take what we can get at this point because uh, we don't, we don't have a lot of pushback against the mainstream narrative or the power structure. But uh, like I said earlier, I don't think that they have the same don't you feel the entropy can't you see the inertia i i just don't see, they don't have the same power that they they once did i think they've overplayed their hand and i'm talking about the top-down deep state power brokers that have been running this country for many many years their narrative sucks they know they they just run into a ditch um, because they're trying to in my opinion they're trying to bring the it's not the economy they're trying to bring in for a soft landing ladies and gentlemen they're trying to bring the entire country in for a soft landing it's like um it's like a 
a grand lady descending a staircase and somebody says, Hey, let's kick her down the stairs. And somebody, <laughs> no, 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 just let her walk down gracefully. That's, that's the difference, you know? Yeah. Um, the, the, the deep state or whoever the octopus of global control, whatever, whatever it is, <laughs> is trying to get, you know, lady America down the stairs without being kicked. And, uh, they're trying to get it because the American empire is coming to an end. America's not, I don't believe the, the United States of America is coming to an end, but the American empire surely is. Right. It is. And, and, uh, we're seeing that we're seeing that flesh out. We're not, we're probably not going to see the end of, of the American empire in our lifetime. At least I don't think so, but, um, but it's coming, you know, our, our kids, uh, and their kids, uh, I think are in a good position to see it all burn. I think uh, I think it's very possible. Now, will America go away? No, I don't think America will go away. But uh, the empire, um, and and that might be a good thing. And in my personal opinion, my little humble opinion, I want to talk to you about this this uh, thing that went down last night. Uh, we're recording this. What is it? It's January third, right? Right. We're recording this on January third. Um, it's about seven something, seven fifty p.m. Eastern Standard Time right now. Uh, yesterday, uh, an NFL game went down as the Buffalo Bills were playing and uh, Josh Allen is my fantasy quarterback. Now I am, I am out of, of fantasy, uh, so it didn't affect me in any way, but I know some people were spazzing out because the game got canceled, but I think it was the right thing to do. Um, this, uh, this gentleman, Damar Hamlin, uh, collapsed on the field. Right. And, um, we've said shouts to John Nada. Uh, who 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 sends me stuff all the time of of athletes collapsing all over the world. This is uh, not a new thing, you know. Uh, it just hasn't happened in a major U.S. sport, but here it is. It just happened, right? And and immediately, immediately, you saw the mainstream come out with it's not the vaccine. They have to defend this now, which I think is beautiful. That they have to defend it because if they have to defend it, that means enough people are thinking it might be that thing that you injected into us, you pieces of trash. Right. I think enough people are thinking that now. Um, and there are some correlations, you know, that, that can be made. And, and, and Tony says it often. I says, I know I say it often like uh, I didn't know what myocarditis was not too long ago. I had no idea. Why do I know it now? I know it because <laughs> it's a side effect of this vaccine. Admittedly. What's up, Tony? I hear you. No, that's right. I mean, why do I know that word? I know that word because of this Trump shot. I know because of Operation Warp Speed. I know about it because the the testing was not done. We are the test. Yeah. Right? There's no right. testing done. Any any decent physician sort of saw that a thousand miles away. Like, what are you doing? Like, we can't have it takes years to develop an effective vaccine. And I'm still I'm skeptical on all vaccines at this point. I, I was before this. I mean, I talked about it on my show in April of 2020. I'm like, that's the whole point is for this, for them to roll out a vaccine um, because there's something else behind it. There's something more than, you know, we want to stop the spread or whatever. Um, but their side effects, um, the results of their injections, uh, I think we're just beginning to see that. And by the way, I hope mm -hmm. I'm wrong. This is an awful, awful thing. But you can look at the VAERS database. And that's probably a fraction of a fraction. I was listening to a researcher talk about how that, uh, and this is somebody that's a, you know in virology, in medicine. They're like, you realize how hard it is to get a VAERS 
uh, incident put into the system. And that's right. the vaccine adver adverse reaction reporting system that's at the CDC. It's a government run. Like it times you out and you have to like provide documentation. Then there's a certification process and it's vetted. I mean, it's not like you can just get a troll on there to just like put in reactions and, and beef up the numbers. But the amount of, of adverse reactions, Billy, is unprecedented. I mean, by, by factors of thousands. Yeah, it's crazy. That, that we've never done this before. And there's something wrong. I mean, anybody that's paying attention to on any level, but you were talking about like people, you know, different producers for, uh, you know, television stations, somebody from ABC, one of the producers that was in their thirties, just, you know, died suddenly. You get that, that term that comes up again and again, and athletes on the field, um, you know, actors. I mean, there's this whole, there's a whole slew of them. And again, I think it's only going to increase because we don't know the long-term effects of, of training your body to produce a spike protein. Right. I and mean, that doesn't seem we've never done that before. I mean, what are the effects? And so I, I, I don't, I mean, I feel bad for anybody in spam because you want to, I mean, do you, again, I understand the affinity or the, uh, the way that somebody would, accept the mainstream narrative um and say okay I, they did they, they wouldn't lie to me they want me to get better i i, I can kind of understand if you don't have our perspective if you're just normal um but after a while when you see these things happening you just have i mean you know that they have to be really struggling struggling psychologically right um so my heart goes out to them because a lot of people bought this hook line and sinker i mean think about the people injecting their children like you have like Elmo comes out on Sesame Street, like get the cap, you know, and it's like you gotta get it. And then there's like you know Big Bird's like well, we got the job, you know, and it's just it's just you know, I'm gonna I'm super, you know. They have like I'm a superhero because I've got my right, right. Just that is so abusive, and on a level, I mean, if you don't, <laughs> I look at everything through a lens of like, is this right. evil? Like you yeah. know, like, and and kind of a spiritual thing like that's just like we that's the first thing i thought about when with covid too was well thank god it doesn't affect children right mm. and right. then then they went after the kids have to get it and i went oh my goodness yeah. okay so they really are going to go through they really are going to push this all the way and that was the biggest hypocrisy hypocrisy of it all it doesn't affect kids you're good don't worry about it right kids they're they're almost immune to this thing but they got to get vaccinated. Right. right. That's the tell. That's right. the tell. Like we just want to, and I was talking to my, my veterinarian the other day, I brought my dog in and I said, you know, I said they're going to give her a vaccine for something. I said, now is that, is that a vaccine with a dead or weakened virus with an adjuvant? And she said, yes. And I said, okay, cause I'll, I'll accept that, but you're not, there's, there's, you know, they're crossing into these new spectrums of these MRNA stuff, which is by the way, Moderna, this is their first vaccine. They've been um, talking about mode RNA research and stuff for years. They never, ever, ever put out anything. But I was talking to the vet about it, and I said, I don't, I'll never inject my my dog. I never have it. I never have vaccines. I'm skeptical. I, I think I've like three or four vaccines I didn't even let her get. I'm like, she doesn't need it. She's not going to be around these other animals. Right. But something about like I talked to her about the 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 animals in the zoo. Yeah. And they're giving like the giraffes and the lions and I mean, giving them the COVID shot. Yeah. And I'm thinking, 
this beautiful animal. And you had like Bill Gates recently. He's like, well, we gotta, we can help the animals. We can give them better DNA. And I'm like, you know, this is why the flood happened. Right. Are you, you know, like, you know, this is why God flooded the earth. And I mean, if you, if you look at that, even if you don't believe that story, you can look at Gilgamesh or something, but the, somebody got rid of a bunch of genetic abominations there, Bill. And uh, I mean, there was what it's what they, the elites for whatever reason want to change our dna they want to change who we are and i mean you can and it it serves a lot of their purposes because you know it's like if we do a really good job with vaccines like bill says we can get that number down you know 15 percent we're talking about world population that serves their ends but then there's also the the vaccine ids you know like oh well you haven't had your and then and the societal division what's remember all this stuff going on lately with um a COVID amnesty. Like we didn't know, you know, we were just trying to get you guys into a FEMA camp and I don't know why you're mad at us. You know, like we were just trying to, <laughs> make sure you couldn't buy or sell. And if you didn't have the mark and we just wanted to make sure that if you went to the grocery store and you didn't have your shot, that you had to wait in your car for somebody to bring something out to you. And then you had limited selection. I mean, there's this, this over and over again, the stuff that was done to us by in like a Salem witch trial right. area. No, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. And, and and here is the deal. This is the future. Vaccines, as you know them, are a thing of the past. They're going to be phased out. Everything is going to be mRNA. Yeah. Everything. That's what's going to happen, right? And and um, it's a problem, right? And people are realizing it. People are saying, you know, that they have now uh, uh, blood banks with uh, pure blood. Like they're calling it, yeah. You know that that they don't have anything to do with the vaccine, or they have dating apps now for the unvaccinated. I didn't know that. Yeah, it, it, it's a thing. We should have capitalized on this. Why is Wolf dating? The no whole COVID vaccine. <laughs> the gold <laughs> standard. <laughs> the gold standard in dating, ladies and gents. You know, and and uh, people are doing that now. It's for a reason. People don't. You know, and, and the thing is. Like Tony mentioned before, we are the guinea pigs. We are the guinea pig society. We are the guinea pig generation. When years from now, when there are alternative uh, researchers and doctors, you know, and, and, and scientists that look back on, on the side effects and what happened to humanity as a result of this. And, and some people are going to be, that's crazy. What are you talking about? I'm like, hey, listen. They have no idea what they did. They just put it out. Well, maybe they do secretly. But regardless, whether you take the stance that they did or they didn't, they're still experimenting on us. Whether it was knowingly, knowingly or unknowingly, they're still experimenting on us. They have no idea, ultimately, what's going to happen to humanity as a result of this mRNA vaccine. And the ones that are to come in the future. What's up, buddy? I think they jumped the shark, though. That's a Happy Days reference. Tell and me. That, again, you know, you look at, you talk about alternative treatments. They shut you down. If you were talking about getting intravenous vitamin C, if you were talking about ivermectin, um, you know, if you uh, hydrochloroquine, hydroxychloroquine, if you were talking about that, you were shut down. If there was any protocol, like the frontline doctors that were, just saying, hey, we got people, they're getting coronavirus and we've got a, you know, 100% cure rate. They were shut down. Right. People noticed. And, you know, it's funny, like, you know, you could, 
in the circles of people that I know, and, and, you know, again, a lot of them have come a long way since 2020 people that used to look at me and go, well, there's the tinfoil hat guy. You know, there's the, <laughs> he's, he's a little off. He believes in conspiracies and alternative. <laughs> media. Um, you know, we, we, we tend to, they want to watch our, you know, we want to watch Sean Hannity. Well, now they don't do that anymore. Right. You know, because they lost faith in that, but they, those were the people like in mid 2020, like, Hey, when you go to the tractor supply, will you get me some ivermectin? Yeah. You know? So I know those people. Right. And right. and they've come a long way. So I, I think that they have pushed when I go talking about jump the shark, Billy, those were people like that would always get their kids the flu shot. Yeah. Now they're not. Right. And now they're yeah. more skeptical. Now they're looking at things a lot differently. The universal acceptance of the mainstream narrative is eroding. It is coming apart. And I would say that it's not there yet, but we will reap a harvest if we continue to sow the seeds of truth. I mean, with, the thing is, they have, what do we have on our side? Research, hard work, and the truth, or, or what we believe to be the truth with all of our hearts, right? We would, nothing would be on this program that we didn't 1000% believe. Right. What does the other side have? Well, they have a, they have a printing press. They can make fake monopoly money and they have military. That, okay, well, that's a pretty it's a pretty sizable thing that you have. You have this stuff, but again, uh, water finds its level and the truth will always find a way out. I think you, you can cover it up uh, only so long. And so uh, I think people are losing, the mainstream is, doesn't have its grip uh, that it used to. I, that's, I'm trying to put it the best positive spin on 2020, 2023, because I look at the, Michael Snyder put out a, an article today on Zero Hedge, and it talked about 11 ominous things over 2023. And I read through them. I didn't disagree with them. Um, a lot of them are economic. And that's kind of baked into what we're going to have to um, endure in 2023. But I would say this, is this is just being in the precious metals business and you know having been early in, in Bitcoin. Some of that's good. I mean, uh, some of it's good and it'll be opportunity for people uh, to start their own thing or to serve a need for others. Um, some of it's good. I didn't say all of it. Some of it's good. Um, and there's going to be, um, there's going to be a lot of people turning and saying, well, wait a minute, I, I trusted the system. I did what I was supposed to. How come my life went upside down? Why, why can't I afford the things I was supposed to afford? Why, you know, I, I, you know, I did, I did all the right things and it didn't work out for me. That's going to be a big part of what happens next politically in the West. I'm not just talking about the United States of America, uh, but the West in general, people don't like the establishment Billy. I don't disagree with you. What I am very skeptical of or what I am dreading is the co-opting of people who break free. Um, or And people are breaking free. People are um, shunning this a bit. But, but how do we see it? I, I don't even know if we're the right people to do it. I'm, I'm just trying to just, you know, I'm just shooting at the wall here. How, how do we get those people that are, are breaking off to not get co-opted? It's like the Tea Party. You remember the, the, the roots I of the Tea Party? Well, it was Ron Paul. It, it was right. started on December 16th, 2007. It was leading into the 08 presidential election. Ron Paul right. went on. 
and had a massively successful debate on Fox News where he called out the foreign policy of the U.S. Killed it. Killed it. Won yeah. all the online polls. Fox kept trying to get him <laughs> off. Like, we don't want to talk about peace. That's not profitable. You know, all their military industrial complex sponsors, like, get rid of this guy. But everybody wanted him. Right. You know, and just the massive Ron Paul revolution was set into motion. Now that was co-opted by the Koch brothers and so many others, you know, that, uh, and I'm, you know, who, who else knows? But that was to make sure that they just muddied it down to where the Tea Party kind of meant, uh, you know, a rope. Uh, they just they just inverted it. Like, oh, well, what that really means is we want government spending under control. I remember one of the uh, the signs, and this I wonder. I even wonder if this is real now. But remember, <laughs> one of the signs was, uh, "Get your government hands off my Medicaid." You know. <laughs> <laughs> something like that and i'm like well you know that, that this is the government but that people would you go to i went to a lot of tea party meetings when i ran for congress and this was in 2013 2014 you'd find some really smart people right this is like in the east texas you know and this i think there was like 18 counties in the place that in the congressional district that i ran for but i i, I talked to a lot of people and they mostly agreed with my platform which was you know, bring the troops home, uh, economic nationalism, uh, ending the Federal Reserve's dominance on our currency, sound money, right. um, you know, ending the the overreach in government surveillance, you know, prosecuting people who had done illegal wiretaps and, you know, uh, violated our privacy as Americans unconstitutionally and lawfully, all that stuff, you know, uh, having a border, not a new world order. All, that's what I ran on. This is preaching. I remember. I remember especially that phrase in particular. Um, but, but it all got co-opted. So many things got co-opted. And I'm afraid that we are being led to the same outcome. Sure. And, and I, I don't know how to stop it. Call it pessimism. <laughs> well, I, mean, I don't know what else to say. What's up, buddy? Well, I, you know, there's not really, we have to let people find their own way. Right. I mean, and right. that's just, you can't, you, you can't stop at all. But um, I just, like the planners, like, you got the, the the people that pulled off the JFK assassination. Think of the intricacies of that. Right. Like, think of the hard work. Like you got to go and say, well, now we got to, this guy has to, has to die in a one vehicle car accident. <laughs> like, you know, this person has to have a heart attack right before they're supposed to go in front of a congressional hearing. You know, you, they get to get rid of so many different people to keep the chain of evidence broken and to keep all the witnesses uh, from talking and all I mean, but they, they pulled it off. Right. And nine 11 got sloppier. Yeah. They're like, well, we rigged the three buildings <laughs> and the plane that we were going to crash into building seven, which was my opinion, which was flight 93. I think they were going to do a, you know, that was going to be their big coup de gras. Like, look at what we did. And we did it right in the heart of everybody's downtown. That was my opinion that I don't know for sure. Right. right. But they were like, well, just pull it. You know, it's just let it fall down into its own footprint. They won't say anything, <laughs> right. you know, and, and people like us, you know, years later, we're like, that really fell in like a 43 story building fell into its own footprint at free fall speed. And it wasn't hit by a plane. Has that ever happened before? And nobody's like, well, you know, it's never happened before, but buildings fall down. You gotta be really careful <laughs> if, mm -hmm. if there's a fire, it tends to make all, you know, supporting structures simultaneously collapsing. I mean, it's just so, if you think about it, it, with a rational mind and remember you know if you know anybody my, that knows my story and if i if you've listened to my show 
I was part of that. Like I was part of the the response to what what 9/11 was perceived to be, which right. I was part of the frontline units, you know, first into uh to Kandahar, Afghanistan, and was part of an elite airborne unit which military police and all that. So I was, you know, that's been a part of my life. Right. I know when I watched the towers come down, I mean, I realized I was at war and and uh I had to deal with that. But years later, I think about it, it just, you know, it tragically makes me laugh because it's so sloppy. I mean, it doesn't, and they got sloppier. I mean, the, think about what they ran in, in 2001. They ran Operation Dark Winter, the simulation on smallpox and what they were going to do with the vaccine rollout and right. all of that. I mean, all the deep state players, they kind of figured out what they were going to do. And then they ran simulations every year. And then they figured out, you know, okay, 2020, because we got 10 years till agenda 2030. and this climate change stuff hasn't worked yet. We're going to use it, but not yet. We need to do something else. What's really scary. So that, you know, they, they came out with it and it's just so bad. Right. Like, and it's so it, like previous generations were better at this. <laughs> I, I'm just, I'm just saying they're, they're Are we not dumber though. Like, I mean, previous generations were smarter than us. <laughs> I don't know, Tone. I don't, I don't know. Well, Listen, I mean, we're yeah, close. I would yeah. say I would say this. Remember, Jim Mars would talk about this. He's like, you know, he was a reporter in Dallas in the '60s. He was, right. you know, a former Army intelligence guy, and he he just kind of he didn't. It, JFK assassination didn't sit right with him. So he, he said, but it was it was considered rude to even talk about it. Right. Well, now we live in a post-truth world or post-narrative world, whatever you want to call it, where everything's fractured so it's not rude like we can talk about whatever i mean we might get called out for it, but it's not the same societal lockstep thing where you know like look at 9-11 truth i mean we've just come a long way you know let me I, ask you a question let me I, I hate to interrupt you tone no go ahead but I, I don't want this to go away um in the chat there's so many people in the chat thank you for joining um why are we doing a show on on tuesday night it's it's me <laughs> it's an infinite fringe it's not america unplugged it's um it's not a tony show it's not don's show which you know that those happen on fridays um i just i have to record a fringe i'm i'm i uh spoke at the beginning of the hour that you know we're 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 gonna give it one more shot here for the infinite fringe and uh and try to get people that i like and you know just my friends <laughs> to come and talk and maybe some new people like tony uh talked about earlier um, but, um, I want to get to the chat. I want to talk about, I want to, I want to, there was one really good question and it makes a whole, a whole hell of a lot of sense. Luz Maria Correa. Tell me if I'm doing that right, Luz. How are you? Where are you from? That, that sounds like in, I'm not even going to, I'm not even going to say, you tell me where you're from. I don't want to insult, you know, <laughs> so tell me where you're from. I'd love to know. And, and thank you for the words of encouragement. I appreciate you. Um, they asked, uh, and here we go, Tone. This is a hell of a freaking question, if I, if I ever find it again. Uh, here we go. Uh, do you think the traditionalists have infiltrated the alternative media? And then it's followed up by saying that on Telegram, uh, there are many supposed alternative channels that are pushing traditionalist views. And dude, that's freaking true. I left a telegram. I left. I was on there, you know, when, when um, I forgot who told me. 
somebody in the alternative media told me. I don't know if it was Mark Devlin or someone, but some prominent alternative media personality told me to get on, on Telegram, and I did. Um, and I was like, okay, and everybody's there. Everybody started popping up, and I'm like, oh, my God. you know. And But then I started seeing a bunch of stuff, and I'm like, you know what? I'm leaving. I don't want to have nothing to do with Telegram. That's just me. I'm not saying you shouldn't be there. I know there's a lot of valuable information there. Um, Brissom is on there. He's always getting information from Telegram. So I, I just had to separate myself. And I was like, you know, I, can, I can't do that. But um, I can see that. You know, and we did an episode on traditionalism, you know, on the fringe, covering uh, Steve Bannon and uh, his uh, manipulation of the Trump the Trump and Stein project, like Don Jeffries would say. Um, so we, we did an episode on that. So I'm, I'm a little bit familiar with the traditionalist view of things. And I, I think Luce is right. That sounds very right to me uh, that there's an infiltration of those views um, heavily pushed by the alternative media. What do you think, Tony? Well, it's a natural progression from traditionalism or paleoconservatism. That's where I come from. Right. For to hear. Right. Um, you know, I, I just did a talk in, in Dallas. I talked to the young Republicans of Rockwall. I'm not a Republican anymore, but they have me back because they like my talk. So I came back a second time to their book club to talk about Patrick Buchanan's The Death of the West is one of the books that changed my life. I read almost 20 years ago. So there's a there's a big crossover from that because it's not that big of a leap to go from, hey, our civilization is dying. We have the numbers, you know, um, America's native born population doesn't have a um, birth rate above replacement level. Uh, no population in Europe, except for Muslim Albania, has a population growth above replacement level. Um we're, you know, we've had abortion on demand, cultural Marxism, the acid of modernity, whatever you want to call it. Right. Those viewpoints, when you start looking at politics in those ways, or you start looking in life in those ways, ties tied to, well, I'll give you an example. Traditionalism really fundamentally, and I know what you're talking about with the Bannon type deal, um, that's a little different than what I'm going off of, which you look right. at somebody like the historian Will Durant. He said, you know, when the faith dies, uh, the culture dies, the people die. So traditionalism really, in my opinion, is supposed to be stemming from the faith gives birth to the civilization. Uh, and I even said in my talk, I was like, a constitution and a declaration of independence does not make a people great, but a great people will make a declaration of independence and a constitution, if you get my drift. Right. It's, it's right. It, it, you know, tr traditionalism means that history, heroes, uh, you know, you can, you can use the term blood and soil, whatever that is to you. Those are those things that are, are commonplace in people that held that viewpoint. And I don't think that they're altogether wrong. Uh, as a matter of fact, that's where I come from. I've just, I've adopted a lot more, uh, more of a libertarian stance in some areas, kind of like a guard goldsmith. Um, shouts to guard. Just, shouts to guard. What a, what a great human being and uh, a good energy. I would say that uh, I've become, in my journey through media and study, uh, my views necessarily haven't changed all that much. It's just that I'm more nuanced. And um, I, I don't see the evidence of like a strong paleocon influence in what's going on in alternative media. I see more of the, um, I think what they're talking about is like, you're like the revival type stuff. 
um, as I'm assuming that's what they're referring to, like the, the, the melding of, of, of Christianity and politics and, you know, that's, that's what it leads to. I think you're right. Um, uh, you know, the traditionalist view is, um, not heavily publicized, but, uh, what we see is it like veiled in Christianity, you know, and, and religion, right. You know, um, and, and, uh, and this is what, um, I think Luce is getting at, and if I'm wrong, she's from, he, I don't, I don't know if you're, I, I don't, I don't know <laughs> if you're a male or a female. Um, I'm assuming you're a female, but I, I don't know. Uh, she's from Peru, which is dope. Chimpung. Um, I love Peruvian food. Oh my God. So good. Um, but, um, I think that's what, what they're relating to, what, what they are trying to, we're, you know, we're seeing an uptick in that. We're seeing the, the you see it right, yeah. exactly. And, yeah. and the problem with it is that some of the ones that I've seen is that it takes, it, it, it makes partisan, it melds partisanship with Christianity. Right. Instead of the truth, instead of finding things out for you. Okay. So there's too much partisanship. It'll just, it'll be like, you know, uh, when that, when that congressman who lost his seat, um, Madison Cawthorn, the young guy, it was this big, he was on Michael Savage. He was being talked about everywhere. He was the next big star. Cause he was, you know, he was a young guy and he was in a wheelchair cause he was in an auto accident. And he went to DC and he started speaking out on a few different things. And he said, you know, they take me to all these parties and they do cocaine people that I used to respect. And they, there's all these orgies and weird stuff. Mm. And then when the, the, the alternative media and some of the conservative media got a hold of that story, they started putting up images of like Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi and AOC, along with who he was saying was doing all these things, but he wasn't talking about them. Right. So that's kind of what happens with all these new revival yeah. type things and stuff is like, we got to stand up to Klaus Schwab and the new world order and the great reset and it's satanic and all this other stuff. And I'm like, yes, that's absolutely right. And it's the Democrats fault. I'm like, Oh, we'll see. Then that means the Republicans are the answer. And that's the problem. That's the grift, you know, because they aren't the clearly, right. right. Clearly. I mean, I, I referenced it earlier, but I'm just having so much joy in my heart. The thing, the, the speaker, <laughs> The, the, and Kevin McCarthy can't get there because the establishment's losing. And I love it. I love it. I love all the chaos. I love it when the establishment can't get the things that they were supposed to be promised. It's mine. It's my time. They don't get to do it. <laughs> so I don't know, Billy. Um, that is a that is an issue. And David Knight talks about this a lot. You know, they have these different like evangelical preachers. And I mean, these 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 prophets right. come out and be like, I can just see, you know, that Donald Trump's going to be reinstalled in the next 90 days. And if right, you'll just right. get the venom out of the water and then all the snakes made it COVID possible, you know, yeah, 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 we, yeah. We, we, covered, we covered some insane stuff. We did in 2022. And I got the most hate mail off stuff from people like you didn't even watch the documentary about water. Right. Water. Oh my God. Like, Somebody told me to go die. Like, yeah. why, don't you, why don't you go kill yourself? Like, okay. like, why do you, why are you buying? Are you part? Well, who, who's co-opting you? I'm right. like, so right. clearly, ladies and gentlemen, so clearly bullshit. You can't so, see it. Right. You know? No, I agree with you. And, and, and Luce is talking about the traditionalism of, of, uh, you know, via Alexander Dugan, which is Steve Bannon, yeah. you know, um, it's the same type of tradition. Steve Bannon is a traditionalist, you know, and, and I, I think he, is probably admitted to this. I don't remember. I read Ben, ben Teitelbaum's book and I had him on my show. 
uh, and we, we had a really good conversation. We did a part two, but uh, the audio really sucked. So I'm going to have him back on to do a part two and, and discuss uh, the book a little bit further. I have to, I have to brush up and, and it's been a long time since I've read it. Um, but I think what we're seeing, I, I think you're right, Luce. I think they have successfully infiltrated. Uh, part of the philosophy is order out of chaos, you know, and, and um, Bannon is an expert in all of that. So I think they have successfully infiltrated the alternative media, but we're getting like a bastardized version of it, in my opinion. And I'm not an expert at this by any stretch, but we're getting like a bastardized version with the stuff that Tony's talking about. Like you're going out into the, um, into these reawaken America tours, yeah. you know, um, and you see people getting baptized outside, you know, with, you know, in tubs of water, you know, like, I mean, it's turned into a circus sideshow. It's an infomercial. Yes. Yes, it's a giant infomercial. It's a giant infomercial with all the worst of things, and it's and 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 it's it's very easy, you know, because it just gives you. That's what talk radio does. Right. That's why it's it's waning, but it's why it's successful. And I'm part of talk radio, but it's you know you have the you set up the enemy, you set up the team, my team here, their team there, and it's not really about. That's what alternative media used to be. Like an infowars used to be kind of uh you know back pre-trump was the left-right paradigm is garbage and here we're against the establishment and the power structure and they use both things you know it's just we get into trouble with the partisanship the partisanship is where the truth goes to die yeah and we have to be careful about that it's the it's the teams it's all that stuff because there there really isn't any <laughs> there is there's nothing good that can come out of that um, it's only, only a, a mass movement of understanding and raising consciousness. And that's where I'm at in my, my research and my career and broadcasting is I just want to, I want to, to expose what can be exposed and maybe get people to think in a different way. I want myself to think in a different way, Yeah, yeah, yeah. but I don't, you know, as far as even voting, I mean, I'll vote on a local level. I'm not going to be voting for president in 2024. No, sir. I will abstain from that. I, I do not support organized crime. Ladies and gentlemen, not to, um, do you just encourage, <laughs> don't encourage them. Okay. Cause then they'll continue, you know, doing what they're doing and thinking it's all good because you know, you're, you're giving them your vote. So, so please uh, don't do that. Well, do as you will, but I would recommend sit back. You want to vote for your locals? Go ahead and do that. You know, this is the infinite fringe. First one of 2023. I'm going to try to pump out as many of these as possible. Okay. I'm, I'm, I, I want to make this work. I, I, I want to continue doing it. Let's hope it happens. Um, my brother, Mr. Tony Arterburn, uh, tell the people where they can find you. They know where they can find you, but tell them yet again. Tell them about Wise Wolf. Tell them about the Wolf Pack. Tell yeah. them about all that stuff. Yeah. We'll, we'll have to do, uh, so schedule me in for another fringe where we just talk about metals and markets and like let's what's do going it. on. Uh, that's, that's been my wheelhouse uh, as of late. But yeah, you can find my direct website, and I'm making some improvements. Is arterburn.news. Um, you can, if you want to contact me through there, it has all my links, and uh, I've got Wolfpack, Wolfpack.gold. If you're interested in precious metals, you should go check it out because I've got obviously Wise Wolf Gold and Silver.com. That's uh, that's our direct buying system, but we've got Wolfpack.gold as a membership program. I've got close or around 300 members right now. Uh, we are growing and the more people that join, the better prices everyone gets. And um, we're building a community over there. It's going to be 
uh, it's going to be really exciting. I'm, I'm working on it. I, I just really got it to where I, I have it organized. So wolfpack.gold. Uh, and I, I love my tagline is a, in a world of bulls and bears, be the wolf. Uh, we're just, and again, it's just buying, we're buying precious metals for you on a monthly membership program. And it starts at 50 bucks. Um, you can just get into it and get it delivered direct to your door. So we're, uh, we're going to have a, a bunch of great stuff coming out in uh, 2023 with that, Billy. Keep you, keep your ears and your eyes open for it in a, in a world of bulls and bears. Be the wolf. I can't be the wolf. He's the wolf already. I, I will be the panda. Um, just what it is. <laughs> I love that tagline. It's my favorite. This is the infinite fringe. My name is Billy Ray Valentine. Billy the kid. Bang, bang. You know the deal. Um, go check me over. See, it's on Rockfin right now. It's it's live. It will not be this way 90% of the time. Um, so just giving you a heads up. If if you're going to tune in here for it, um, you're not going to find it nine times out of ten. Um, so go over to the infinitefringe.podbeam.com or the infinite fringe on Apple podcast, subscribe. Um, I have pre-recorded shows that I've, that I did last year that I haven't put up yet, um, that I, I plan on putting up. And of course, uh, this is going to go up first, uh, hopefully tonight I'm going to put it up with, you know, let's do it live and the whole deal. I'm not even going to edit it. I'm just putting it up <laughs> and see what develops ladies and gents. Um, our apologies for the technical difficulties up at the top of the hour. Shouts to Don Jeffries, the legendary. Let me let me shout out the chat here, man. A nice little crop of people showed up, man. Thank you for coming unexpectedly, un, you know, with, with, without any, you know, uh, without being, you know, told that this was going to happen. Wolfman Jack is in the chat. What's up, buddy? How you doing? Jason Barker is here. What's up, Jay? How you doing, buddy? Um, Hold on. Hold on. Tom Cooper. What's up, bud? How you doing? He says, you know, Tony Arterburn for president of the United States. If you were president, Tony, um, what, what would you do? You'd be elected on uh, Friday, ass uh, assassinated on Saturday. Everybody goes back to work on, on Monday. I think that, that I forget how it goes. If I, I think was president a of events, yes, <laughs> I'd be elected on Friday. Friday yeah, that's right. I forget it, man. I'm going <laughs> to I'll get it for unplugged. Um, and, and we'll do it. But that's why Clef Jean of I was president. If Tony were president, things would be dope. Uh, things would be better. Tony, would you consider a run for the presidency of the United States of America? If Donald Trump can do it, I'm sure you can 10 times over. What's up? It's funny. My friend, Congressman Ralph Hall, he won many, many elections. And he said to me, he said, you know, I've never looked in the mirror and saw a president. And I said, I understand what you mean. I never have either. Mm -hmm. uh, I think it takes a, a certain kind of ego bump. Yeah. Um, but just for fun, uh, and Tom Cooper keeps putting this in my subconscious mind, uh, with repetition, Tom, you might just get me to do something crazy like that, where I go and just, just run for the, for the hell of it. And, uh, I think the thing is you, if you ever ran for president with our views, you just try to do like Pat Buchanan, you just want to get into the debates. He wasn't able to make it, but I think if you can poll at like 5% or more, um, you can get into the, that's all you would really take. It's just somebody that was well-versed enough to debate the power structure in real time on live television, which would, I would love to do that. I would love to debate the two main candidates in real time on television in front of millions of people, um, mm -hmm. because you would just blow up their whole script would fall apart. It'd be like, 
you've you've seen Marco Rubio in the New Hampshire debate back in twenty. 20- <laughs> in 2016 and he and he's trying to figure out and he couldn't he couldn't remember his lines and he kept repeating himself and chris christie kept hitting him with stuff and then finally he said you sound robotic and the next day so this is one of the funniest things i ever saw in politics (laughs) the next day marco rubio went out into school in new hampshire and somebody dressed up like a 1950s robot and followed him around (laughs) (laughs) funniest thing i've ever seen in my life so you when you're when you're real because that's the thing when i ran for for Congress, and I'll and I'll stop here with this story. But when oh, I ran did. for Congress, I loved yeah. to do questions from the audience, and none of the other candidates liked that at all. Oh, no. They remember their stances, and I yeah. did because I was like, I can talk about anything. Just ask. Yeah. Me. I want to do this. I want to be here. This is fun. Right. And I think that's the difference between somebody like me and some soulless mannequin automaton for Satan, you know, a yeah. regular politician. They don't like question time. They don't like dealing with the audience, and I do. Well, let me tell you, man, if Tone ever decides to run for president, I'll probably be an advisor in the background. And during the debates, Tone will bring uh, all of the women that Bill Clinton allegedly uh, raped <laughs> and all the women that Donald Trump allegedly raped and bring them all to the debate. Okay. And we're I'll, gonna- show you, I'll show you what, I'll, before we go for the, for the video, <laughs> I'll show you what I'm bringing to the debate. Show me, show me. All right. He's going to show us what he's bringing to the debate. Uh, I'm going to go back to the chat and get everybody there. Oh, this there is you how go. We're going to win the electoral <laughs> college, right? Nobody can resist the power of bean bean. Okay. Right. Nobody. Right. Bean, I took beans. I took beans to uh, to Dallas with me, and she was with me during my speech. Dope. And uh, everybody loved to see beans, and she was she did exactly like she just did uh, here for the fringe, and she just was over in the corner. So that's uh, maybe it should be beans twenty twenty four. Dogs, me. dogs for president. Don't tell the cats. Um, I, I have a. You remember that? Yes. I have a, 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 a. What is it? Um, a Pomsky. And if I ever ran for anything and brought him on stage, he would embarrass me. Uh, so, no, he wouldn't be like beans and just sitting, sitting aside. He would do something crazy, probably pee on somebody. Uh, <laughs> all right. Tom Cooper, what's going on? Duluth is in the chat. What is going on? How are you? Uh, Jason Barker, don't know if I said that already. Uh, Wolfman Jack, I definitely said. Hold on for a second. Luce, thank you very much for your contributions, man. Thank you for listening to The Fringe. It means a whole lot to me. Thank you for being there. I, I promise I'm going to update some more. Um, hopefully I can keep it rolling for the whole year. Angry Tiger, what's going on? In a world of bulls and bears, be the wolf, he will be the tiger. What's up, buddy? How you doing? We're going to have him on freeworld.fm. Hey, listen, Tone, freeworld.fm. I know I know. It's it's been taking a while. We are 98% there. We need one more meeting and one more uh, work of the schedule, and then we're going to go. Sounds good. What are, you, what are your thoughts on free world, sir? What, what 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 are you thinking for 2023? Uh, keep on talking in the free world, Billy. That's, That's right. We're going to do it. Tom Cooper is there. Who else? I don't want to miss anybody. Somebody gave us a tip, too. I want to say what's up to them. I don't forget who. Tom Cooper did. Tom Cooper tipping us in, in the chat and doing a whole deal. Okay. We're getting a body. Um, anybody that I missed, I am very sorry. Uh, thank you very much for being here. We appreciate all of you. We may do some more lives, but don't expect it. You know, we'll just do them impromptu just like this and tune in if you can. All right. Do not burn the place down while I'm gone. Thank you for tuning in. I told you to play us out, Tone, but a different show. No music. I will fully produce an episode for you next week. Okay. Take it easy now. Bye-bye.